Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast, a podcast for lady pinballers and their friends. In each episode, we will sit down with a guest and talk about news and events related to the sport and hobby of pinball. Here are your hosts, Lauren Gray and Rebecca Salem. Welcome to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. Rebecca, we're back. Hooray! We've had so much fun. We're back. It's it's fall season. It is fall season. It is nice outside. I can so open nice. my windows and not, you know, die from a heat stroke. So that's really great. I know. Very excited. The devil's back porch has retreated. And I'm really excited because I walked outside and I'm like, you know, it's 80 degrees out, but I'm like, I'm going to put on boots and drink a pumpkin spice latte because <laughs> it's just fall when it's 80 degrees. I sat outside in the in 85 degree weather in a sweater because that was appropriate. It's fall. It's fall, y'all. I don't know. if Is it real, though? It's Texas fall. Are you sure it's not going to be like 100 degrees next week? I know. It's all a lie. It's all a giant lie. I'm just going to make sure real fast, real fast. But, I mean, there's just so much going on. I think, like, pinball season, like, before we kind of go quiet for the holidays, there's so much stuff going on. And, like, two weeks ago, you were on a cruise, and I was on a panel with our guest uh, for this episode. And I've been wanting to have her on the show for, like, a year. And because I, like, could not handle, like, a Google Calendar, like, we've been trying to make this work. It's totally on me, y'all. But um, I'm so excited. She's like, yeah. Lauren, you just had to, I just home visited it. That's what I do for, it's like, it's social work <laughs> skills. You're just like, so you're going to come on. <laughs> this is the day. And what time zone works for you? And then you yeah, just no. don't, I, I mean, I did not, Cece did, I did not, I did not force her. I did not force her. But I'm like, hello. I'm a very <laughs> aggressive Hello. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we are we are super excited because she has been kind of a person in the industry. She's just been a voice. She is like Miss West Coast Pinball, in my opinion. But she is a pinball tech. She does all the things about pinball. She is part of the team at Captain Auctions Warehouse. Um, she is the founder of the Orange County Bells and Chimes chapter from Anaheim, California. Please help me welcome to the show, Cece Castaneda. Yay! Yay! Hello. Hello. Uh, Cece, thank you so much. Like I said, you and I were on a panel for Cleepin. Deborah Tallman got us together to put us on a panel and we were chit chatting like on the side. I was like, girl, you can come on the show. And, yeah. and I'm just so excited you're here. I know you're very, very busy. You've got all the things going on. So thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show. We, we are so excited <laughs> to have you. Yeah, no problem. I know we tried to do it before, but it's happening now. It's happening now. It's happening right now. It's all the things. But Cece, for those who may not know you, and shame on you for not, but for those who are new to the world of pinball, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of your journey, where you started at, baby pinballer, to where you're at today. Oh, boy. I started about in 1990. I worked at a little arcade called Hewish Family Fun Centers. Uh, there was a whole chain of them, and I think they ended up being bought out by boomers, and then they turned to boomers, and I think now they're back to Hewish Family Fun Centers. <laughs> so it's a big circle, but that's where I started, and uh, then I worked for an operator for 20-something years down in San Marcos, California, called Erie Amusements. Oh, I got, I was about to get really excited for a second. <laughs> we also have a San Marcos in Texas, and I was like, you are here! Oh. But no, that's fine. No, this is San Diego County. Yeah, and then from there, I moved to Orange County, and I started working for the captain. So here I am at Captain's Auction. And there's so much stuff going on over there at Captain's. It, it, like, I follow Captain's. Like, you guys do a stream. You guys have a YouTube page. I follow, I get all the notices on, in my oh, email. Yeah. 
And that's what kind of triggered it last time. Like, you know, when you're in this hobby, it's a small hobby. So you get to know all the people. And so I knew of you, but then you guys had this massive auction going on last year about this time. And I was like, we'd love to have CC on. And then coincidentally, we meet up like a few weeks ago and you're like, yeah, by the way, we're having another big auction coming up. I'm like, no way. So uh, I all, you know what? Kismet. It's all kismet. So I'm so excited. We're going to talk about the auction. We're going to talk about bells and chimes. And and she's a tech y'all that she has like the, the power skill set because I can't <laughs> tech my way out of a paper hat. Hello, guys. This is Carrie Wing for another Pim Tips segment. We have the District 82 Super Series coming up, so I've got the District 82 games on my mind. First up is Meteor. This is a classic game that a lot of you may know, but I have some experience playing it in tournaments and at home, and I think sometimes people overlook certain aspects of it, so I'll talk you through my thoughts on Meteor. The three key things to know about Meteor are the spinner, the bonus multiplier, and just collecting bonus in general. So first of all, how to raise the spinner value. There are meteor drop targets. They spell meteor at the top of the game. And each time you hit a drop target down, it raises the value of that spinner on the right. The key to know is you want to get all the drop targets except for one to max out your spinner. But if you hit that last target, it resets your spinner value. And did you know that the M and the R are worth more than the middle letters? So try to get the M and the R and all of the middle letters except for one to max out your right spinner. Once you've done that, rip the right spinner for huge points. But next, there's more to the game than just that. Next up is bonus X. So if you actually end up finishing the meteor letters, you raise your bonus X by one. And the key in meteor is that your bonus X actually carries over ball to ball. So it might be a good idea to go ahead and raise your bonus X by completing the meteor targets on your earlier balls so that later you have a higher bonus X. So... How do you raise your bonus? Well, it's as easy as one, two, three. There's three one targets, three two targets, and three three targets. Each time you hit a target down, you raise your bonus by one step. Now, you'll notice in the play field, there's three rows of inserts. One for the ones, one for the twos, and one for the threes. So you might actually max out one of those values. So if you notice that your ones are all the way to the top, then you might want to focus on twos or threes. Your bonus resets ball to ball, but your bonus X does not reset ball to ball. So the moral of the story is rip big spinners, but don't forget about your bonus, because I've actually had several games where I won based on bonus. We have a pinball news segment, but there's not a lot of news this week, except that American's going to release a new game. And from what Rebecca has discovered, the topper has birthday cakes and tanks. I really don't know where to go with that. I was like, is it like G.I. Joe birthday party? I'm like, I don't know. So I love the folks at the Poor Man's Pinball Podcast. And, you know, and Rachel, amazing Rachel Risto, friend of the show, does a podcast over on their channel. And so I love to hang out over there and, you know, creep on other stuff. And they post it up on their Facebook page. They're like, we got the news. It's a new game. It's going to be announced on the 18th of October, which is, but it's, I think, Galaxy Tanks, and the topper is supposed to have, let me see, I'm going to read it directly from their page, because it brought me joy. Breaking news! New AP game will be designed by a new designer, artwork by Franti. Game to reveal it on Tuesday, 10.18. Topper will have birthday cake, a birthday cake, with tanks, dot dot dot, galactic tanks. 
All content creators, please give poor man's credit for this insider info. I have credited you. You're wonderful people. We credited you. You're welcome. <laughs> we don't rip people off here at Backbox. Usually we're like, who gave us this news? Usually it's the This Week in Pinball. So thanks, poor man's. And Nap Arcade's really like on the news. Nap Arcade, man. I think he just has a direct feed to like everyone all the time. If somebody says something, yeah. I guarantee you'll find it on Nap Arcade within like 15 minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's a little Do you crazy. sleep, Jason, Nap? I don't think so. I don't know if you do. I don't think so. Anyway, how do you feel about Galaxy Tanks? <laughs> Cece, what are your thoughts on Galaxy Tanks and cake? Uh, you know, I have no clue what this can look like. <laughs> I'm, all I think of is Stargate. I, I have no clue. Galaxy. I could see that. I could see that. Well, it's it's an. Un- I know that what it was is like after Hot Wheels, the next two were going to be unlicensed. And so okay. I don't know what the next unlicensed theme will be. But that was also before, you know, Barry passed away. And I know they'll be doing, I think, Barry's last game. But I didn't know where that was like going to get slated in for anything. Yeah. So is this going to be like... The pinball version of Stargate and Missile Command. Ooh. <laughs> Missile Command would be awesome. Oh, my God. You just threw it back I to me. I don't know. I love it. I love it. I like Missile Command. I'm a little bit sus on Stargate. I'm like, I don't know if we need... Unless they, like, they could... If they fixed some of Stargate... If they made it better. If they made it better. If they took Stargate and Missile Command and, like, mushed them together and made better rules... Made a baby. I'm okay if it has a birthday cake. You know how I feel about Stargate. Stargate has kicked me out of two tournaments. So I feel that the the table we have now from them is hot garbage. But if they can improve that, because it's a great movie. It's a great movie. So I feel like they could make a better pinball machine for it. It deserves better. Shoot the pyramid, Lauren. Shoot the pyramid. Oh, God. (laughs) Shoot the pyramid, Lauren. (laughs) Oh, God. The thing that if you run around and yell it in a public room, people will be very confused. But everyone who plays pinball will be like, yes. Yes. But Bond. There's also Bond. There, Yeah, TBD for the Galaxy Tanks. And then Bond. Everybody's still talking about Bond. Stern has not released the 60th anniversary edition yet. So we just still have, of course, the ones we talked about in our last episode with episode with Jessica, the pro, the premium, and the LE, uh, you know, Dr. No. And then the super LE. Yeah, and then the super LE, like the, it's that diamond edition or whatever you want. Like, I'm excited about that, even though I cannot, I know I can't afford it because, you know, I want to keep both my kidneys. And I've been told that (laughs) kidneys don't pay a lot on the black market. I'm like, oh no. So I find it funny that this is like, I guess the super LE, but yet it's a, Flat play field, score reels. Yeah, who knows? But it's going to cost more. Yeah, it's like we're going to pay more for less. <laughs> I mean, you know, you do you, boo. And I'm, but I'm like, if I pay more, I want more. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you want a less expensive single level game, the bonus is TNA 2.0. <laughs> Whereas, like, right there, I'm just saying, lots of people were like, it's too expensive now. And I'm like, yeah, well, you're about to get a single level Ellen. That's going to be 20 grand. I have no idea how much it is. But, I mean, it's fine. It's fine. Pinball prices make me cry at night. It's okay. I, yeah, it's, it's fine. But I was going to say, the only thing that we do have to look forward to on it, and, you know, it's going to be so expensive, is it's an Ellen. So... 
you know it's going to be good. It is an L1. It's true. It's not going to be a flop. Yeah. We know it's going to be awesome. I mean, he's never done us wrong. No. Like, all the stuff he's given us so far has been amazing. I mean, like, I don't like... I, it is documented that I don't care for Iron Maiden, the band, but the game is amazing. Like, I love that game. And, you know, Jurassic Park, you know, everybody knows how to feel about Jurassic Park. I mean, it's... I, I just... I've loved everything he's done so far. Even AIQ with its amazing amount of rules. <laughs> it's still just an, an amazingly fun game to play. Yeah, that's my least favorite of his machines. I, I was like, that is at the bottom. Yep. <laughs> it's at the bottom. Yeah, I told him that that should be rethemed with like a circus theme, like or a roller coaster or something. Just Ooh, I think be it'd fun. be more fun. As- roller coaster tycoon 2.0. Yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. So overall, like, what are your thoughts on, like, do you like the James Bond theme, Cece? I mean, do you feel like, you know, it was time for a James Bond theme or is it kind of like, meh? Well, there's already a James Bond theme. Correct. But this one looks really good. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. And even in the pro, looks like it's packed with a lot of stuff. It does. I do want the man on the jetpack. And it does have that kind of Deadpool kind of look to it you know what you're the first person to say that but i totally agree with you like when you're looking at it it definitely has that feel that like comic-y kind of feel and i love the fact that they i will say i like the art on it um that they went back to all the movie posters and stuff and they kind of made it kind of more of an artistic rendering instead of like pulling from the the films themselves because that probably wouldn't be the best quality but the art is is fantastic on all three of them well yeah especially with those older movies it's all about the the artwork on the art, the movie posters so it's awesome that they brought that in yeah that was a uh, that was a really smart move have you guys seen the video gameplay that's been floating around no i have not i wasn't sure if that was like i because i always feel bad like if it's not like official from stern i was like is it official gameplay from stern no 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 no, no. it's definitely look you know how you're not supposed to record video on your cell phone with your cell phone like hot dog you're supposed to film at hamburger that's the only way i can explain (laughs) portrait or landscape i'm sorry so the (laughs) the video is hot dog uh it is in portrait no no no. it's well pinball play fields are hot dog they're not hamburger they're hot dog i don't want to watch my i don't can't see everything i don't want to watch my pinball code hamburger because it either makes it really skinny in the middle and you got all this fat white the space or it's like sideways and i have to tilt my head anyway that's my opinion about pinball videography is you want it hot dog not hamburger but there is like there is video um of it of like and it's it's got a big disclaimer like this is prototype yada 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 i just noticed that at some point the stranger things font got used so which again i'm guessing is like super proto code but i was like I know that font, which if the code is anything, if they utilize the code from like new Stranger Things or if it's that style of code from new Stranger Things, this is entirely speculation. Again, I'm watching hot dog video on a cell phone. um, So and my eyes aren't good, but I can recognize one font. I couldn't read any of the scoring, so I have no idea what scoring is. But I really liked Stranger Things as far as like the new, new Stranger Things code went. The new, new code. The yeah, new not the code. old, old code. The new code for Stranger the Things. The new, new code. The, <laughs> the, good, the good stuff. Because I felt bad because I was just like, I don't know why everybody's all excited about Stranger Things. I was like, that game's kind of meh. But then I played the new, new code. Lauren, Stranger Things is amazing. Yeah, I know. It's way better now. I'm like, I like it now. But before when they let it out, I was like. I've always loved it. I think 
I love that game. It's so much fun. <laughs> it is so much fun. <laughs> it, I mean, it was fun, but I just didn't, I didn't like, I didn't love it the way other people did. But as they uh, updated the code and it kind of, you know, kind of developed, I was like, okay, I'm enjoying this more. So it's still not my favorite, but I like it way more than I did when it came out. So Lauren, did you ever watch Stranger Things? I did not. Also, that's also that probably a be. reason why I don't care for it. Okay. So is this like an element situation where you're like, not super hot on the IP, but I really love the game? <laughs> it could be. It could be. And I feel like I'm like that weirdo that like, doesn't watch. Like, I'm not watching House of the Dragon, you know, like everybody else in the entire world. <laughs> I know. I, I literally got, I've, I've had four texts from people. Oh, I'm so sorry. Colin. Like, like, why aren't you watching House of the Dragon? I was like, I barely watched Game of Thrones. Like, I only knew it because, you know, it was like other people told me what was going on. But yeah, I, I will get on it eventually. I'll watch it like in 10 years, like when it like totally matters to no one. <laughs> Don't get George. Well, the good news is, is that the source material is already done. So you can't get George R. R. Martin like the rest of us did with Game of Thrones where we committed to a book series and then we committed to a TV series and then they ruined it and it was awful. So... You don't have to have that experience and it's going to be okay. Thank you. Thank you. So, so Cece, overall, you know, I, I, I've now like kind of like bought us, but we're going to come back Sorry. to James Bond. So overall, <laughs> no, it, this is welcome to our show, Cece. Listeners already know this. They're like, squirrel, squirrel. So uh, <sighs> overall, you know, excited about James Bond. We like the artwork. I agree with you. I don't know if, if if the less is more kind of thing with the 60th edition. I'm excited because I'm like, okay, I get what they're doing since, you know, kind of harken back to that time with the reels and everything. But mm-hmm. I'm interested to see the price tag. And also, I'm like interested if they're going to be using all the bonds because that was my other big lament was like, I want all bonds. Yeah. So I don't know what the price is going to be either. It's all I know is so... Me and Keith are friends, so we worked together for 16, 17 years. <gasps> Do you have secrets? And Well, no, but... No, it's... Oh, we text, we text. <laughs> and his comment about the game, he goes, what does it matter? You can't afford it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, well, never mind then. Thanks, Keith. Jeez. Do you tell him that he just needs to come back over and build you a whitewood of it? Doesn't need to be pretty, just needs to flip. Yeah, that don't matter. And we can get like a little action figure and make it like, because I, I still can't get over James Bond with the, you know, the Bond on a wand. Bond on a wand. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's fun. It's in the premium in the LE has the James Bond with the jetpack and he flies across the screen I, or the play field. It's great. I love it so much. Yeah, I didn't see all of that. Okay. That looks interesting. You'll have to check it out. It's fun. It's fun. There's like fun toys in each. But mm-hmm. I mean, Dr. No is going to be the one that I end up playing because that's probably going to be what's in, you know, on street level, what's going to be in arcades because it's the pro. But um, if you get premium or Ellie, it's going to have all the extra things as Stern does. It's fine. I'm not bitter, Stern. I'm not bitter at all. Like, I'm not sad that I won't get James on Jetpack. Well, I know we will have in our showroom, we will have the Ellie and we will <gasps> have the Elwin. So nice. Lauren. Oh, Lauren, I think a trip to, to Anaheim, to California. Oh, California. <laughs> My sister is moving to San Diego in two months for six months. I think maybe longer. Well, hey, okay. you're gonna have a friend there. I mean, it's not really near Anaheim, but it's you know, well, it's an hour and a half away. It's oh, not too far. I drive. I drove an hour and a half to see you on Saturday. It's fine. An hour and a half is nothing for pinball. That's nothing. Yeah, that, it's true. That's fair. 
So that means we're, we're probably coming. But speaking <laughs> of the warehouse, so Cece, so you've been there for about six years. For folks who may not know what Captains is all about, like tell us a little bit about the warehouse, what you guys do there. You, got, you do a lot of different things and you yourself wear a lot of different hats. So we do auctions all on consignment. So people bring them in and it's all coin op. Sometimes you'll get some other crazy, weird stuff. I can't think of any. Oh, we've had a limo. We auctioned off a limo once. A limo? <laughs> yeah. How did that like, get? How did you get a limo? Is it just part of a lot? Whatever our customers bring in. That's awesome. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's some of the odd stuff we've done. But everything's normally just coin op equipment from anywhere from pool tables, jukeboxes, arcades, you know, pinballs, all of the above, kitty rides. But... Our next auction its almost as amazing as the museum that we did last year. This one, it's all one owner has over 300 pinballs we're auctioning off. Are you October serious? 15th, yeah. Oh my goodness, just very excited about <laughs> that. So one collector, 300 machines, like how did, is it yeah. something he amassed over time? Yeah, I think he had a purpose. I think he was going to do some kind of a museum or something and now life has changed and he's moving so he's just getting rid of it all. Is there anything can, that you can tell us, like some gems? Are there? Is there anything really cool? Like you're like that's gonna that's gonna be a there's gonna be a hot fight over that. Ooh, there is a defender pinball, oh. defender pinball, Ooh. which is rare. That is very rare. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites is the Gottlieb Circus pinball. It's a wide body. <gasps> oh, fun! That one's fun. I've played that at East Gogi. <laughs> yes. It's such a great game. And then what else is there? Oh, that there? thing is fun. That is fun. Or I think that's what it was. No, maybe it was something else. I don't know. Well, it's an it's an older wide body. It's an older wide body? I think it just, I want to just make sure I'm right before I make myself sound like a pinball dingus where I'm like, I've played that before at this place. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Rebecca, you're no, no, no. Yeah, I want to say 79. I'm not sure. I, you know, it's just, it's so much fun. And especially when it's a collection like that, especially if he intended to do like a museum or something of that. So you're going to get a wide variety of pins from, you know, EM, Solid State, all those. Yeah, there's like, I want to say 50s and it goes up to the 90s. There's nothing, there's nothing in the 2000s. Oh, see that to me, that's fun. Like, that's fun. Like, you see a lot of auctions. Like, we have several auctions here in Texas that happen pretty regularly. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of newer stuff. Like, every once in a while, there's some DMDs, but it's usually newer stuff that people are trying to get rid of. But mm-hmm. for me, like, auctioning, you know, those older games is just going to be a lot. I am wrong. <laughs> I confirmed. I am wrong. I did not play it. Okay. But it looks really cool. Yeah, no, it looks great. We'll put a link in the show notes about Circus. Yeah, I I have played that. So it's really fun. Um, so that's going to be exciting. So when they, they come in, like, is, is it just like, you know, storage wars? You know, they open up a drawer and here's like all this stuff. And do you yeah, have to so, like get there and get it working? Like, and so it's like not terrible. Or do you guys just sell like as is? Well, let's say for this instance, it's a bunch of bodies and a bunch of heads and a bunch <laughs> of legs. Oh, I was like, oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> so we're, we're putting the heads by where the button, 300 machines. And That's I think they came in about 150 at a time. So oh it was one week, you know, one week it was 150. The next week, another 150. So it was just getting all the heads by the machine. I had to pair all those legs, thousands of legs, pinball legs, all slightly tons different. of different sizes, different shades of Silver, gray, black. I mean, 
That sounds really crud color. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just getting all of those paired together on, you know, it's like, um, I had a couple, like, what would you say? Like lifelines. You got to call, Hey, (laughs) what, what size leg does this machine have? Yeah. It's like a friend came in. He's like, Oh yeah. So Gottlieb's, if they have a small door, those are 31 inch. If they have the large door, that's 27 inch. Like, perfect that's all i need <laughs> have you ever played a game that's on the wrong legs where it's like it's horrible up to your belly button like to the point where you can do like pardon this language but like a boob shelf where you can like rest <laughs> your chest fully on a machine because it's on legs that are too high i and so i'm just imagining like machines on legs that are too small and the yeah. machines on legs that are too big and Oh my gosh, that's not a thing you want to mess up. Oh gosh, I can't even imagine because it's like it would just be a huge turnoff for me. And I'm like, because I would look at it immediately like the legs are wrong. Like as a pinballer, if you oh, play yeah. enough pinball and you play enough different eras of pinball, you immediately look at you like that's wrong. And it would it would make me nervous as a buyer because it's like, well, if that's wrong, like what else? What else is wrong? Did they like you know yard sale the inside together? I don't know. <laughs> um, but so I mean, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work to prep yeah. for this this auction. Yeah. Do you usually do ones of this size or is this kind of like, it sounds like a big event. No, this, this, this is a rare event. Normally we have anywhere from like 30 to 60 pinball machines in an auction. And the auctions happen anywhere from four to eight weeks. And is this one going to be online? Is it something like I could participate in from Texas? Oh yeah. And and Uh how how long is the auction going to be going on for? It'll start at 11 a.m. Most likely will run till about midnight. Oh, so it's a one-day auction. So that's it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, normally they're two days, and we have like a kind of a schedule. Like we do redemption and cranes on a Friday, and on Saturday it's a everything. But we kind of get rid of some of the other ones that take a while for people to bid on. We kind of get those done on the Friday, so it'll kind of go faster on Saturday. But our normal end time on a Saturday, we start at 11, and our normal end time is, if we're lucky, 2 a.m. So <laughs> when I say it's going to be over, probably around midnight, it's, that's a good day. You're like, I, if everything goes correctly and well, it will be midnight, but it most likely will be later. We're shooting for 10, but... 10. 10 means know. 12, and 12 is <laughs> if nothing goes wrong. And but it may be later. You do you have any advice for you know because you, you of course you'll have people that are bidding there at the auction mm-hmm. you know on the auction floor, but also for people who are bidding online, is there is there any advice you can give for for people who maybe never have done an auction before? Like I I have been to an auction like in person. I've never done like a legit auction auction. So I'm normally the person that will be at the machine playing it on camera. So. I do a lot of this little sign language to the camera because you can't hear me. So I'll I'll be like, hey, left flipper. No. (laughs) 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 Or, Or there's when it's an arcade game, like you can hear it, but it plays blind. So I do like this little sign language to the camera so people will kind of understand what I'm trying to say. And then I think during the museum one, I had I ran around with a piece of paper and I'd write on the piece of paper and put it up to the camera. Be like, hey, yeah, this isn't flipping or, you know, whatever. But try to communicate that with the people that are watching. Um, and then sometimes Chris will read my sign language and he'll say it out loud. 
But, you know, he's busy doing his thing. So sometimes he'll catch me and sometimes he doesn't. So and is it a kind of like, is it a live auction in the sense of like, you know, it's going to be bid on like in real time. And then once it, yeah. you know, it's not like one of those, you know, where they do the online auction where, you know, I think you guys will also do those as well, where it's like, you know, you can bid the on this for one. 24 hours or whatever. Or so, so this is going to be a re- in real time auction. It'll be live. Oh, yeah. So the catalog sits there now. People can put in pre-bids and then it'll also be live though. That's so, so exciting. Yeah, it's it's kind of our normal, but as someone who likes to shop, and so I've been at I've done two auctions. One was a bachelor auction, which was a totally different vibe. Also, there were lots of drinks, <laughs> and the second one I went to like a a place that like they sold like furniture and artwork and stuff, like a traditional auction house that sells like you know uh, stuff. But I love having the paddle and doing the whole thing. It was like I was going for it, so like they had to put my arm down. They're like, you cannot afford this. Like I'm in that moment. I want this. I have a credit card. It'll be fine. Um, but yeah, it's it's so much fun. So we'll put a link in the show notes, everybody. For for all of the info about the auction, I, it sounds pretty memorable. 300 machines, one go. The, yep. the last one was pretty memorable. I'm so excited. And, and I wish you huge success on the auction. And I hope it's a lot of fun. Yes. It's, it's <laughs> a lot of prep work. How tired are you at the ends of these? Oh, you know, like I said, if it's if it's before midnight, I'm golden. But it does get tiresome, and it's like, oh god, I gotta play another, gotta play another pinball, I gotta play another <laughs> arcade. <laughs> oh my goodness! But you know, speaking of playing all the pinball, so you move up to Orange County. You know, you're coming to work for the captain, and you decide to organize a bells chapter. How did that come about? Like, what made you decide? I we need bells. I mean, who doesn't need bells and chimes? But what what kind of made you decide? Like, yes, I want to do this. Well, I had moved up here and I've got my couple of friends that live, moved very close to them. I first stayed with them and then uh, found my own place a couple months later. And it was like, well, they are constantly working. They are in the same industry. So they constantly work and like, I need to find more friends. (laughs) I can't just have (laughs) these two friends. So um, I'm going to start a Bells and Chimes. And, uh, I think, uh, I had, you know, talked to a few different other people. I'm like, so you think this would be interesting? Should we do this? And then Chris, my boss, he's like, do it, do it. And then, cause we were going to start opening the showroom. He's like, then, you know, he's like, you can open it up here. You could have your place. You know, they could all play here. But I, I started Bells and Chimes before our showroom did. So we actually were playing at Mission Control, the, it's a local barcade. So that's where we started. And then when the showroom opened, we were going back and forth. So we, you know, half the time we were over there and half the time we were here. But since COVID, they haven't opened back up on Monday. So now we're just here. But now I found some great friends starting, you know, Bells and Chimes. And a few people helped me get it going. And it's been, I think we're on our 10th season right now. Oh, that's great. Starts today. Yay. Yeah. So I think it's been three and a half I think three and a half years, four years, some, somewhere around there. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. You know, because it was funny, you know, I call them my non-pinball friends. The friends I've had outside of pinball. I don't have any of that. I know. <laughs> I have a few. And um, they, so uh, listeners, my birthday was 
a couple of days ago and I had a, a pinball birthday party and I invited like all my regular, I say the, the muggles, I invited the muggles and all my regular friends and to come to uh, what's brewing to, to my pinball birthday party. And it's very much like they're looking around like, what is this? They Nobody like everybody had a great time, but they're like, I don't understand you're, you're, <laughs> what is going on here. And I'm like, and actually I had a friend of mine show up. Uh, it was my work wife from my last job. And she She's it was the first time she'd ever played pinball ever. And she's like, I'm oh, like, wow. what? and I was like, what do you, you, you never played a pinball? And she's like, no. And I'm like, oh, girl, oh, we're going to do a thing. So it, it's just so much fun introducing people to pinball and making all those new friends. Cause like I have so many friends now that I wouldn't have if it wasn't for Bells and Chimes. So I totally get where you were like, I need more friends. And it's like, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, Rebecca and I wouldn't know each other if it wasn't for pinball. You know, it's so, it's thank goodness thank, for pinball. Thank goodness for <laughs> pinball. So, and I love the, the fact that I didn't have friends outside of work. <laughs> I mean, I did. I had like board game friends, but like I spent the most time with my like work friends to the point where I was like, this is really unhealthy. I need friends that aren't perpetually depressing like me. Um, <laughs> I need to go find happy people. Pinball, filled with happy people. Filled with happy, people. happy people. And it's just so much fun. And I, I love that, that there are people who like kind of step up and were like, I want to do, I want to start a chapter. I want to start a group. I want to do a thing. Because it kind of, you know, it eats up a lot of your time. Uh, it's, oh, yeah. like, it's really, it's a lot of hard work. Um, so I, I kudos to you for doing that. And it just seems like you've got like everything going on over there. It's, it's all pinball girl magic. I love it so much. Yeah. So, and I also run not just bells and chimes. I do regular open tournaments also. Cause you don't want any kind of weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I was like, I have not ventured into that world. So, so what kind of uh, open events do you do? So I do the open tournaments and, you know, it's not a league because I don't want to commit that much to open league and deal with the guys. I hear you, girl. Beating up on these things every <laughs> week. <laughs> so I just do it once a month. But yeah, it's, and you know, I was doing a challenge here too, but during COVID, we were doing this monthly challenge and that got really abusive. I'm like, okay, this is done. <laughs> but we're cutting um, y'all off. Yeah, I think it was, uh, I'm more of a Josh Sharp, you know, when the new year started, said, okay, we are no longer doing these. Um, you know, he, he shortened it to you can't have a, a tournament that will last over the 10 days or something. So I was like, okay, so. Right. You can't have like the two-week tournament kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I was doing a monthly challenge, so it, it would be the whole month. And, you know, it's like, all right. And then by the end of the month, we knew who our top eight were, and but nope. He did. He shut that down. Sad. So, eh. <laughs> which is fine because I was done with them beating on the games for the whole month. So, because I would pick <laughs> 10 games each month. So, yeah, that's done with. Those poor babies. Yeah. So now I just do one tournament and mostly, sometimes I'll do them on a weekend. But uh, lately I've been doing weeknights because a lot of the times I go to other tournaments on the weekends. And we were just talking about that, Rebecca and I, because it's like, you know, I have a group of ladies for San Antonio and they are very like, we don't want to do things during the week. Like they've just like, they have spoke, the tribe has spoken and like they put out my like, little flame of like, we're not doing stuff during the week. I was like, okay. So <laughs> and we thank them for that. 
Yeah. And, and Austin does do stuff during the week, which is kind of nice. So, so we, and we're in like the Anaheim, San Diego situation where it's like Austin's 90 miles. So we can like kind of go to each other's stuff. Okay. So it is, it is fun. So you get the best of both worlds. What do you feel, Cece, is like your biggest challenge as like a, a TD and just like a, an organizer in general? Getting people to commit to coming. A lot of the times, yeah, a lot of the times they'll, it's just, just rallying them up and committing ahead of time. So I know that, all right, so there'll be over 30 people this one. And it's like, okay, I put up an event page and you'll get like three people to say, yes, I'm coming. And then you get 40 people to show up, but you know, which is great. I just wish I could see that ahead of time. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you're so excited. Like, look at all these people. And then you're like, Oh, no, there's all these people. <laughs> it's like when you have a party and, you know, don't know if anybody's going to come or not. Yeah, it's very like, I, b- I bought all this food. Y'all, are y'all going to come? Please. Like, you know, you don't want to be like sitting there with your like sad balloon. Like, no. But uh, no, I, I completely understand that. And I think that's a big thing. It's like, where? and then I'm like, how did you find out about us? My friend told me, or I saw this poster in the bathroom. And I'm like, you know, those posters work. So <laughs> it's just, it's just weird how people find out about uh, your events and things. I always like to kind of ask that about organizers, like what the, the biggest challenges for them are. Uh, do you do you have any future plans for OC Bells? Like, is there anything on the horizon right now? Let's see. We've got our new season starts today and we have a few more tournaments in this month. So right now, the California cutoff was like, I think the top 16 girls and seems to be the same girls are on each side the open and then the women only and uh we're just trying to figure out who all is going to make it to the california playoffs (laughs) so we've got uh two of the girls in our league that will definitely be there i don't think i'm going to make that cutoff i'm like way down there that's what happens when you organize uh, the stuff <laughs> That's why I understood when you're like, I want, I, to. I want to go play on the weekends when I'm not organizing stuff. I was like, because nobody's going to come and like, hey, something's not working, or hey, like we love organizing. We're not saying yeah. we don't love it. It's just you know you don't get to concentrate as much <laughs> when you're running it. No, and it's true. It's very true. And we love you for it. We love our organizers <laughs> as a not organizer. Yeah, Rebecca as a not organizer. Like, we love you. Hey, I will say I agree because the one time that we hosted League at our house, like, Jordan was like, how'd you do? How'd you do? Like, you totally won, right? Because you're playing all the games at home. And I'm like, no, I played terribly because <laughs> I was entertaining. <laughs> It was bad. You would have thought I had never played a game at my house before. Like, it's like, no, bottom, 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 bottom. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so thank you, organizers. Thank Aww. you. You're so sweet. But so, Cece, you know, kind of wrapping up this this conversation, you've had a career that spanned well over tw- 20 years plus of, you know, coin-op, pinball, oh, yeah. you know, organizing, doing all these things. Is there like a memory or two, like something that, like a story that you just love. You're like, this is this is why I do what I do. Like, is there any moment or is there anything that kind of sticks out to you? Uh, don't. She's smiling don't, all big smile. I don't think so. <laughs> You're like, it all just blurs together. <laughs> it's like, I just want to play better. Aw, I love that. 
I mean, I think that's everybody's dream, but I love that. And, you know, we didn't even get to talk about tech stuff with you. I feel like we're going to have to like bring you back and like maybe, maybe we'll do like tech <laughs> tips with Cece because we already have, we have pins. What are you doing next week? <laughs> what are you doing next week? We can just. Lauren, I don't have anybody scheduled. I am being lazy because I go off to expo in two weeks. Like, I still haven't finished laundry from the cruise. Like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying we could do this again. <laughs> just saying. Yeah. I feel like we've just hit the tip of the iceberg because, I mean, you've just, you've been in the industry. Oh, and I'm running a big tournament here December 1st through 4th. It's a four-day tournament to where we turn our whole, It's it's like... Indisc used to be before they went to the card system. So it's the herb style. So if anybody's been to Indisc before the card system, that's what, that's what I based it all off of was all there. Copied all of Jim's, you know, Jim Belcito is an old friend too. So I copied all of his rules from his old Indisc and uh, just ran with it. So it's our fourth, we call it Pins and Pirates pinball rally oh that sounds like so much fun and that's a great time because that's kind of right before like pinball gets quiet for a couple of months you know we hibernate for the winter we go indoors and um that's a great time i mean because you know december is kind of quiet for pinball until indisc shows up you know and i think this year it's Mm -hmm. kind of late january early february um in 2023 i don't have the exact dates but it's uh the second weekend of january okay it always like flies around in there somewhere, but no. So, I mean, that's a perfect time. Get ready for the holidays. Wear your holiday sweater. You know, yeah. I love it. I love it. We will put all of that info in the show notes. Lauren, I have one tech related question. Of course. We didn't even like touch tech stuff. Okay. So just to like touch <laughs> on it, like gremlins, there's always like every game, like, like anytime that you're teching or there's something that goes, there's like always a gremlin, like the thing that takes forever to figure out. And makes me want to pull my hair out. What is your favorite gremlin? My favorite? Your favorite gremlin, the one that was the most satisfying to solve when you were like, you found it and you're like, the heavens open. Oh. Yeah. My recent one would be Halloween. We unboxed it, had issues constantly. And it was like, what is going on with this game? Found out. That some of the optic, they have like these, um, like little cables that plug in, like these little phone cables that plug in. Oh, the connectors? Yeah, but they look like little phone jacks, the way Spooky has it. And they've all got their own little thing. And of course, there's no manual. So I look online. Okay, just happened to figure out, this is like after it's been out here for months. And I figure out that my issue was that some of these plugs were in the wrong place. And that's all it was. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, some of the balls, it would be, the ball would kick out constantly into the ball trough. Okay, that's annoying. And so I took out the ball trough, the optic, the little jam optic, and found, oh, there's no solder on this plug. Huh, okay. Put the solder in. Okay, now it's going to work. It's going to work after this. No, it's still kicking out a couple balls. What's going on? Finally, I really got into it and figured, oh, going to switch test. Okay, so if I go put my ball back here, it says that's the jam. That should be like a ramp. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, let me let me see what's going on. Oh, there it is. Okay, so I have like four optos that were just in the wrong sockets. And that was from factory. So you know, nobody had played this game. So nobody really knew what was going on. And that's what it was. 
that has to be satisfying, especially yeah. it's like since it's new and it's coming out of, you know, out of the box. So it's really, you know, I think like sometimes I don't want to say it's easier, but it, to me, it's a little more obvious to find stuff with the older machines. It's like, OK, I kind of, you know, they've been around long enough. You're like, OK, these are the culprits that could happen. But the newer machines, it's tough. So I love that. That's a Yeah. I love that. That's a great one. That is a great story. I like how it took months. <laughs> yeah, like, I like how it's the you wait for you keep months. keep on going. You're like, yes. <laughs> well, because well, I just, oh, I'm going to, people will still play it. Yeah. You know, it was minor little things. And it was like, they were still playing it. And I think it was like one of the drop target oh, optos. It's not on fire. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't every time the it would kick out two balls. It was every once in a while. Yeah. I'm like, all right. I fixed it this time. Oh, no. I got another ball in the ball drop. <laughs> <laughs> the shooter lane, you know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Shoot. Okay. Well, now it's done. Yeah, and people love playing it. My next headache was Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper had an issue. Ended up, there's these two drop targets that the ball goes and traps behind. Mm-hmm. And you'd have another ball would get in there. Oh, no. And it would, like, not know. It would not know there's two balls. It wouldn't go into a ball search. It was just crazy. Ends up, my issue was the spring was too strong of a spring. <laughs> and so it would just, it wouldn't move. I just swapped a spring around and like, oh, now it works. Okay. So gave him all this weaker <laughs> spring. Yeah, it was weird. But now everything works. And I'm so happy because that game I gave up on a long time ago. And like <laughs> the boss was like... I really want to play Alice Cooper. You got to fix this Alice Cooper. I'm like, okay. I just wanted to have some hair. I'm tired of pulling all my hair out. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I love that. I feel like we could have like a whole nother like tech check show. Lauren, I feel like we could do a whole segment. We could do a whole segment. A little tech segment. I love it. Tech talk with Cece. It would be perfect. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to try to sell you on this, Cece. Like, we're going to put a pin on that. So, but but Cece, we love to have you on the show. Listeners, we're going to include all of the stuff we talked about in the show notes. We'll talk, we'll put stuff about captains. We'll put stuff about OC Bells and we'll put stuff about the event going on in December, their big tournament. So you can check the show notes for those. Before we go into our final segment, Knives, 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 um, our lovely friends at District Cutlery. Knives, Knives, Knives. Yes. uh, We want to say happy fall. We want you to use your knives responsibly. You know, I know this is the season where everybody has (laughs) knives and not using them responsibly because, you know, it's spooky season. But if you want to sharpen your knives so you can cut your and and carve your jack-o'-lantern, you can do that with a promo code for all of our listeners, Pinball25. You get 25% off of your sharpening services from District Cutlery. You can just mail them your knife and they will sharpen it and then mail it back to you. And it's very simple. And the directions on how to do that are on their website, District Cutlery. Dot com. Rebecca, how, uh, you know, how's knife season going for you? Have you done a jack-o'-lantern? Well, I haven't lost a finger. You haven't lost a finger. I have not done a jack-o'-lantern because I am genuinely afraid of bugs outside going into the jack-o'-lantern and then making a lovely little bug home in it. I don't know, man. We got fruit flies bad out here. I don't trust fruit flies and jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. I wasn't afraid of that until now. Thanks, Rebecca. Like, I didn't think about I'm that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin. Ugh. No, I haven't done it. Also, we have a we have a bunch of squirrels that live outside who like to eat stuff, and so I don't also trust the squirrels. So ignore the bugs, forget about the bugs. Just think about the deranged squirrels that live outside. They're very cute. It would be very cute if we had squirrels inside of pumpkins, oh, yeah. but maybe the HOA would be mad. I don't know. Look, I have multiple plans to dress as Scott Tanisi. 
Scott, well, Scott Denisi, but my costume is Scott Tunisi because I am definitely not Scott. I'm I'm like an invert. Anyway, I have great Halloween plans that are pinball related. Is it like Bizarro Scott? Like it's like Scott? Like yeah, it's like Bizarro Scott. Yeah, I like this. I like paint on like a fake goatee and I wear my like tracksuit jacket and I put up a man butt on my head, but it's like real floppy because I have more hair and I wear all my pinball Olympics medals and it's just. I like it. It's just weird. And I have little rectangular glasses. It's really scary, actually. It's it's really kind of scary. It will be very scary. And again, uh, thank you so much to our sponsors at District Cutlery. And again, Pinball25 for your knife sharpening uh, services through them. Thank you for being a supporter of Backbox Pinball Podcast. Derek and the team there are awesome and they love the show. Hi, guys and ladies. Hello, people. But yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, District Cutlery. Uh, I'm waving to them, even though you can't even see me. No one sees me but Cece and Rebecca, but I'm waving to you. Like, I'm waving to you in my heart. Cece, do you have any Halloween plans? I'm going to run a tournament here for the girls. Uh, We're going to do a costume contest and everything that's on the 24th. So yeah, we're going to do that. I'm going to Not Scary Farm this week. (laughs) That's adorable. I didn't know that the, that's what they called it for the season. I'm like, uh, AKA not scary farm, not scary farm, not scary farm. That's adorable. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we're going to jump into our last segment. Rebecca, I'm going to let you run this one. Cece, we have a segment we call inside the pinball arcade where we find out more about you and your pinball mind. Are you ready? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rebecca, take it away. I'm not scary farm. Sorry, that was a really bad joke. Um, Cece, <laughs> what machine do you love? Oh, God, I got to pick one? Just, yeah, just one. That's it. <laughs> I love, let me look at what's in my room here. <laughs> Star Race. Gottlieb Star Race. Gottlieb Star Race. I've never played yes. a Gottlieb Star Race. I love the wide body pinballs. I really do. <laughs> and I love the Gottliebs. So, uh, yeah. Gottliebs of that era. Yes. Gottlieb wide varieties are special. They're so special. They are special. Cece, what machine do you hate? And hate might be a strong word, but like strongly dislike if hate is too strong of a word. Another. I got to pick only one. <laughs> <laughs> Right now, I would say Alice Cooper. <laughs> Poor Alice Cooper. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just told you all the challenges I had with that game. So, yeah, I would say Alice Cooper. I feel like that's valid. It's your legitimate nightmare castle. Like, it's a legitimate yes. nightmare castle. What is your favorite pinball sound? Oh, I would say Swords of Fury when you hit the flippers. It makes the sword noise. <laughs> That's awesome. I love just whacking the flippers when it's just making those sword noises. I love it. All right. What is your favorite pinball art package? Ooh. Gosh, there's so many great art. Silverball Mania is probably my favorite. I strictly love that game for the art beautiful game it really is it stand like when you see it in a room like it stands out to you and it just it almost glows like it is stunning yeah this is interesting because I'm, I'm curious to know what your answer is for this one 
But what is your grail pin? Because we haven't talked if you have a personal collection at this point, if you're just a location player. But what is your grail pin? I used to have pinballs. And uh, now where I live, it's very small, so I don't have room for one. (laughs) So, But I have this showroom that I pretty much live in, so there's everything. But my grail... Hmm. Gosh. I don't know. I've got so many of them here. Which one would you take home? Like if you could, if you had the room. Theater of Magic. It's That one's <laughs> a good one because uh, another friend, he likes to uh, taunt me because I have one here that I've tore apart and I haven't put it back together and it's been a couple years. <laughs> so it's like, I'm going to shop it out. I bought all the new parts and yeah, but it's a great game. That's one of my favorites is Theater of Magic. It's a great game. I completely agree. I want a theater of magic. It's so good. It's so good. I'm, I'm like, I want to play one. Sounds so nice. Yeah, it's it's a great game. And yeah, I was, you know, in the industry when that game came out, we had so many of them on our route. Like, it's just such a fun game. And now I feel like I don't get to see them anywhere. Like, everybody's taking them home. Yeah. Hard, you don't see them on location. Like, I think that, you know... All the, all the pin nerds out there are like, we're going to take this home because we know how special it is. You don't see it unless you go to somewhere like, you know, the Pinball Hall of Fame or, you know, somewhere where like you, there's a massive collection. I, you never see them like you won't see them in a barcade like ever. Like I never see them. Yeah. Um, we went to when we went to Chicago for Pinball Expo last year, we did find a couple out there in the wild. Nice. Of course, it would be Chicago, though. It's Chicago. <laughs> Are you coming to Expo again this year? Not this year. Um, probably the Sorry. F- following year. It's okay. Okay. Well, you got the big auction, so you'll be, you'll, you'll be recovering from the auction. Which a trip is always nice after that. But <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I was just about to be like, because I didn't, I didn't know you last year at Expo, but now I have a face to a name. And so I would have been like, <laughs> I'm going to find you. Also, I would have been like, you need to play in Pinball Olympics. <laughs> Because that's where, that's where it's all about. We wanted to do that, but, you know, we were there. We were playing the tournament there, and, uh, uh-huh. yeah, we didn't do that. I, I heard it was, like, I don't know, you couldn't go there anyways. Like, it was a sold-out thing or something, or it was packed already. Yeah, they sell out really early. Oh, we'll talk next year. We'll make it happen next year. <laughs> we're going to make it happen. Lauren, you're coming, too. You don't get a choice. <laughs> Just taking you with me, and we're going to shove you in a suitcase. We'll make it a girl's trip. It's fine. So on the note of Expo, Cece, what is your favorite pinball tournament or event? And you guys have a lot of them out there. Well, I would say mine in December. Woohoo! Pins and Pirates. <laughs> I am always Team Pirate. Like, people say Pirate versus Ninja. I'm like, whatever, Ninjas. Team Pirate all the way. <laughs> all right. Who or whom, living past, real, fictional, would you like to play pinball with? Hmm. Ah, uh, shoot. Um... Jim Morrison. I love Jim Morrison. That would be so cool. I don't think we've had a Jim Morrison before. We have not. That's the first time we've had Jim Morrison. (laughs) I think he would be fun (laughs) to play pinball. What would you guys play? The Lizard King. (laughs) (laughs) It's perfect. It's perfect. (laughs) I have zero comments for that. (laughs) Uh, My my little nickname for it is the Lizard Wizard, I call it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then last but not least, if you answer this, you have won the game. 
That definitely doesn't have any prizes. Cece, what is your dream theme? What is the game that does not exist that you would want? Hmm. Uh, shoot. I don't know. A theme that doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) I have no clue. A centipede. A centipede pinball. Oh, how fun! Like based like off of the eighties arcade cat. <laughs> yeah, I love the I love that game. So yeah, a centipede. <laughs> centipede that could be pinball. really fun. That could be really fun. Well, we have Space I... Invaders. We have Defender. Yeah. But it's n- Space Invaders. The pinball is nothing like Space Invaders. That's, yeah, it, that's fair. That's fair. Anything you have Counterforce. <laughs> Counterforce pinball is actually more like Space Invaders. I'm like trying because the thing I love about centipede the most is the the trackball, like the like the ball that you use to kind of slide back oh, and yeah. forth. And I think like somehow you could do a mech kind of like like the shadow or you know like something like or you know something like um like Twilight Zone where you can kind of use the flippers to like kind of slide the 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 thing back and forth. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there's like I feel there's something here, Cece. I feel I came up something. with the theme. Now somebody like has it. to make it. <laughs> <laughs> Keith. Keith, I, I heard you're a friend. <laughs> he would say, yeah, they'll sell tens of them. <laughs> hey, they sell tens of other games, too. It's fair. <laughs> it is fair. Oh, my goodness. Cece, thank you so much for being on the show. We have loved having you. We'll include it in the show notes, but just in case, if people want to find out more about captains, the auction, all that kind of stuff, what, uh, where can they find you guys on the interwebs? So there's a lot of it. So we have our Instagram is uh, Captain's Auction Warehouse. We also have Captain's Arcade Showroom. And, of course, I've got OC Bells and Chimes. I also have Facebook. Same names, I believe. Wait, I think our Instagram is actually Pins and Pirates. But there's also, I think the undername on it is Captain's Arcade Showroom. Let's see. I have also have the Twitch channel, which is Pins and Pirates. So we stream in here every Monday night. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> we'll, we'll include all the links, but there are lots of ways you can find CC, Bells, and Captains and find out all the magic that is going on in Orange County. Oh, yeah. And there's the YouTube. Oh, there my were gosh, a lot of links. We got so much social media. Were, I went I went to the, 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 the main page and I was like, oh, they're everywhere. But they are everywhere. If you can't find them, it's yeah. because you're not trying. Like, it, it's not hard. So, uh, but we will include links in the show notes. But again, CC, uh, it's been a long time coming. Thank you so much. We would love to have you back on the show because I feel like we just like tip of the iceberg with all of your knowledge and experience <laughs> and, and stories. Uh, we'd love to have you back anytime. You know, the doors are always open. We'd love to have you. All right. Great. It's nice talking with you guys. Yes. Thank you. Yes, definitely. Rebecca, we got good stuff coming in October. I know you're going to be at Expo. We'll probably have another show before Expo. I don't know. Um, but this is going to come out probably right around the time of the, the auction. We're going to try to get it out before so people can can hear about it. But uh, definitely we'll have another, I think, another show. Go spend your money. Go spend your money. <laughs> They're going to love you. Go spend your money. 
I have no money. Go spend yours. Well, if you want to spend money on us, you can always <laughs> visit our Patreon page. That's on our website, backboxpinballpodcast.com. Uh, if you want to support us that way, we also still have t-shirts, shirts, shirts, shirts. Um, you can get those through our friend uh, Jess at Soft Plunge Pinball. And uh, thank you, everybody, for your love and support. And if you have any questions, comments, uh, you can always email us, backboxpinballpodcast at gmail.com. Rebecca, this has been super fun. This has been super fun. This has been wonderful. <laughs> Everybody, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and keep flipping. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Backbox Pinball Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. To receive updates and the latest episodes, make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your podcatcher of choice. Also, we'd love for you to post a review on Apple Podcasts. To look at dream themes, show notes, and more, visit our website at www.backboxpinballpodcast.com. Again, that's backboxpinballpodcast.com. Thanks for listening and keep flipping.